Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Matthew 16, 24. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Matthew 16, 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Today's verse and the verses that directly follow it can make a lot of us nervous. To die to ourselves, to willingly pick up our cross, to relinquish everything in full surrender, not knowing how Jesus might lead us or what we might face in the process— Such uncertainty can feel quite unsettling, am I right? I imagine Jesus' words felt even more intimidating to the disciples who had most likely witnessed deaths by crucifixion. That was a horrible, public, and shameful execution originally reserved for slaves and disgraced soldiers. This was not what the disciples wanted to hear, I'm sure, nor what they had signed up for. They had already given up so much, their former jobs and therefore their sense of security, their way of life, whatever dreams they may have once held, but for good reason, to follow the long-promised Messiah, the one they believed would overthrow Rome and restore the nation of Israel to its former glory, which is why when Jesus predicted his death earlier in Matthew, Peter rebuked him. (laughs) Sit on that for a moment. Peter was so convinced he knew the plan of which from his perspective did not include Jesus or any of them dying, that he not only missed Christ's message, but he actually schooled God the Son. We never do that, right? Feel so convinced we know how God should lead us or or how he should handle a particular situation, how everything should play out that we begin to instruct God. Like I said, that's what Peter did. And I can't help but wonder if he spoke what all the other disciples were thinking. They were not prepared for the level of sacrifice Christ was calling them to. This became quite evident on the night of Jesus's death, when the hostility displayed by the most powerful religious leaders intensified exponentially. They had Jesus arrested. They beat and they mocked him. They flogged him. And then they crucified him and terrified the disciples fled, leaving their rabbi and master 
to die alone. But then they changed dramatically. After his resurrection, those same disciples who had focused entirely, it seemed, on preserving their lives, courageously risked it again and again for the sake of the gospel. Why? What made them change? Well, I think probably numerous things. First, they now had God the Holy Spirit living inside them, squelching their fear with faith and empowering them to live and, if necessary, to die for Christ. Second, God had turned what had probably been their most painful, most terrifying moment in their lives into the most beautiful. The one they had grieved so deeply had returned promising to never leave. He'd broken the power of sin and he had brought them freedom and he had brought them intimacy with God. The one they had grieved so deeply had returned, promising to never leave. He had broken the power sin had previously held over their lives. Their intimacy with God increased in a way they never could have fathomed prior and they had received eternal life. Third, They knew with certainty that Jesus the Messiah had conquered death, which means they no longer had to fear it. And fourth and finally, Christ had kept his promise. He endured everything he said he would and rose again, just like he said he would, which meant they could also trust everything else he had told them, including all that yet awaited them when their short time on earth ended and eternity began. And here's what that means for us. Prior to receiving the Holy Spirit, the disciples were incapable of surrendering to the debt that Jesus had asked. And the same is true for us. We cannot live a surrendered life in our own strength. Our fear, pride, and our desire to self-protect, those things are just too strong. We need the strength, the power, and the courage produced by the Holy Spirit within us. And just like with the disciples, our fears in the present decrease when we remember how God brought beauty from painful or frightening events in our past. That's one reason journaling can be so helpful. It allows us to document God's goodness so that we can reflect on it later when we're feeling uncertain or afraid. And in Christ, we've also received the same glorious gifts of grace I mentioned earlier. God living with us and in us for all of eternity and intimacy with him through Christ, his son. The realization that we will never be alone, not even in that moment when we breathe our last in our present broken bodies and experience in an instant everything God has waiting for us, which according to scripture is beyond anything you and I could ever think of or imagine. And I don't know about you, but I can think about a lot of things. A day on the beach, sipping a nice coffee, a stack of books by my side, and plenty of time to read them a night out with friends at my favorite restaurant, or hiking in the Colorado mountains, sitting on my porch watching the sunset with the man I love. Like I said, I can think of a lot of wonderful things, but God promises heaven will be better than all of those. And we can trust him to make good on that promise because he always does. He always has. You see, God doesn't ask us to surrender blindly. We may not know what we'll encounter in the next year or even in the next five or 10 years, but we know enough to die to ourselves, as scripture puts it, to yield to the will of our Father, to yield to our attentive and loving God. 
Of course, this feels much easier when we remind ourselves of these things, when we focus more on all we have in Christ and all that's yet ahead. Let's pray. Jesus, we admit surrendering is hard. The thought of giving up control, of giving up our agenda, of of relinquishing our desires at any point when they contradict yours, of yielding completely to your will, whatever that looks like, however you lead, that is hard and that is frightening. But we also know that you can be trusted. We know that you are a God of love and of mercy and of faithfulness. You have made good on so many of your promises, Lord. And we know that you are going to make good on every last one of your promises. You have proven yourself faithful, especially most vividly when you died on the cross and rose from the grave to give us life. Help us also daily to die to ourselves so that we can live fully for you, the one who wants to give us abundant, overflowing life. Help us to know you more and to trust you more because it's as we know you and as we grow to trust you that our surrender becomes easier. In your name, Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. 
I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat, on Life Audio. Happy listening.